0: All right, y'all, what's going on? This is uh, Aaron uh, here with my business partner and brother, Kevin Jenkins Jr., bringing y'all another episode of the Power Leadership Movement podcast. Um, Kevin, tell the people uh, once more about Power.
1: Hey, everyone. Um, power, we are positive orators working to engineer effective results. And this week, we want to have a moment to discuss you know, a commitment to leadership. In the past episodes, We were speaking of, you know, having a mental preparation of becoming a leader. And then we expounded upon different ways that we can organize our environments in order to become more effective leaders. So this week, we want to talk about what the commitment to being a leader is. So it's a little different from just specifically making that mental approach. The commitment now means that are you going to be in this for the long haul and with you organizing your environment and you taking that mental approach to doing this, what are some of the keys and the factors that need to be done in order for you to become that successful, committed leader?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, leadership is, I think a lot of people view leadership as a position, But if you're really a true leader, you have to realize that, yes, you have a position, but it's more so the purpose that you're walking in. It's not necessarily what you do with the power um, of, of like, striking your hand and making people move, but how do you move and assist the people? That's true leadership. It's the heart of serving the others around you more so than having your own needs served. Um, And I think that's one of the things that leadership that's... there are some people who are leaders they miss out on they figure that the leaders that the benefits of leadership actually have to directly affect them now it's like what do you bring to the table as a leader you know what are the skills and the traits what are the passions and and drives you bring to the table as opposed to always having your table set up by everybody else
1: right i think a lot of things too in this day and age for whatever reason I think there are commitment issues all across the board. You know, when we look into our school system, you know, nationwide, there are about a 12% dropout rate. But then when we go to, you know, specific cities or specific states, you know, we range anywhere between a 20 and almost to like a 49 or 50% dropout rate in certain areas. And that commitment to being educated, you know, on a high school level, that's one. Um, Then when we move forward, even for those who, you know, get through high school and then they want to pursue a higher education, um, we still see, you know, close to 30 percent dropout rate for those that go to college. Yeah. And the reason why is I look at it as one committing to go does not mean that you've really done the proper things to get yourself ready. So some people go because they're told, like this is what you're supposed to do. Others go because they feel that that's going to help them find themselves. But the key component when you are pursuing education in any format is really the same you know, leadership skills that we're trying to instill in everyone. You have to actually make that you know, mental decision and prepare yourself that this is what I want to do. And then get yourself into a component and a, a mode of the reasons why you're going to accomplish this. So having a purpose in what you're trying to accomplish here. So school and education, not necessarily just for the purpose of what it is, so that you're getting a grade, but utilizing this as a tool and an avenue to get you to a point in your life of, you know, affluence where you're trying to get to your ultimate goal so if you are your goal is to become a teacher per se the education that you're pursuing is to get you to that goal of becoming a teacher if you are in a situation where you want to become a athletic trainer or whatever the certification that you're going after utilizing that as the tool the primary tool and that's from an education standpoint yeah What's happening, though, is a lot of young people, and those are older, when they go into the realm of you know high school or college, they are not prepared from an organizational and a, a mental preparation for what they're getting themselves into. And there could be other factors, and I'm not ignoring that there are several other factors that could impact this, but when you have a straight line and you know exactly what you want to accomplish, you minimize the amount of things that will be able to throw you off trail. And you're not able to get into a situation where, you know, if you get a bad grade or if you have a teacher that you don't get along with, or if there is some type of conflict um, amongst you and other students, that that won't be such an easy way to necessarily quit what you're doing. And from a power standpoint, you know, with our leadership movement, the things that we want to teach is to build you up to a a certain standpoint um, from a mental toughness and then from a a purposeful toughness so that you know whatever obstacles that are placed within your way, that's only part of the story and not necessarily what's going to stop or inhibit you from, you know, accomplishing with that next goal. So, you know, that 30%, that's dropping out their freshman year, you know, these are the people that we want to talk to. And if you know some of those 30%, maybe you should, you know, take a moment to refer some of them our way um, because that's, that's the target audience that we're looking to help because these are people that need that leadership and guidance and that, that boost.
0: Yeah. It's, it's um, leadership is an odd thing because we don't, I don't think as a as a people, as a society that we teach it well. Agreed. I think we we teach it we teach people to get the job, but not necessarily have to maintain the job. Or we teach them that you should aspire to get the job, but the preparation that comes with getting the job and then maintaining the job, we don't treat well. And I think we do the same thing when it comes to school. We we tell people to go to college, but how do you get to college? And preparing them to get to college and then once you're in college how do you maintain being there right. uh, leaders it, the, the great thing about leadership is that you have an opportunity to give back and that leaders should be around other leaders and that as as a leader it's twofold you need to look for opportunities to invest in other leaders around you but also you need to have some people around you to invest back into you i think a lot of times we, we send leaders um and, and young people and, and really these people in general, we send them, they go into the spots and they, and they feel isolated. Right. And one of the biggest things to cripple leadership is isolation, not knowing that oftentimes with leadership, you will endure isolation. And it's really a, a um, controlled environment that will increase your leadership skills. Right. But they go into, into areas of, of isolation and, and their personal discomfort allows their leadership to crumble. Right. And so as a leader, how do you recognize that? How do, you re- how do we sort of change our minds and sort of see that as a leader, you're going to have to deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. Conflict does not mean it's a stop sign. It could mean it's a yellow light, proceed with caution, or it could, it could mean a uh, green light in which you need to go and proceed through. Right. But how do we teach leaders today that conflict is in the road? Conflict does not mean that you have to stop conflict does not mean that you aren't doing something right as a leader. Conflict could just mean you're doing everything right, and you're walking your road of purpose, but you just have a challenge that you need to get over.
1: Yeah, I think that's the one key part is, you know, as a leader, you want to embrace embrace fully the the adversaries. You want to embrace any conflict because this is where we are able to grow. You know, if there's no conflict, then there's no growth. And as leaders, you should always look to challenge, you know, a status quo because you're pushing and setting the bar. It's no way for you to lead within the pack. You have to lead from ahead of the pack. And if you're leading the pack, then that means you're doing something different than everyone else. Yeah. Like take something as simple as, you know, running track. If you are... Within the group, you know everyone can kind of you know tailwind off of each other, so everybody's running at a set speed, and you know everybody's comfortable so then, when you get that one runner that decides to push the pack, they're gonna push it and and they're gonna push, and some people are going to okay, I'm gonna push with you, and then some are going to be able to stay at your pace and this is specific to those that are running like distance running, they'll stay at your pace, but how long can they stay at your pace? Mm-hmm. And, and as a leader, some people like they may look at that. Well, okay, they're going to burn out because they have pushed their pace too hard. And some leaders do that. They, they set and they push their pace way too fast and they're not able to maintain the type of pace that they set. Yeah. And it's almost to the point where they really do not understand what they've gotten themselves into And they fold and they fade. And then others that have followed them, they do the same thing. They push the pace because they think that they're going to be able to keep up with this leader. But this is, again, you know, being a leader isn't a sprint. So you start and you fizzle out and then you lose those that followed you. And then the other ones that can get that steady pace and understand what their purpose is. Like I know a lot of people when they run track, they think track is just one of those situations where you know, if you are the best conditioned person athletically that you went. But there's a lot of mental preparation into track running, especially the distance running. So your mental preparation and understanding your purpose when you're running that track, when you're pacing yourself for lap one, when you're pacing yourself for mile one, when you're pacing yourself for mile two, and you have a set strategy that this is how I'm going to run this race. And regardless if Six people pass me on mile two. I'm not going to change my strategy because I know eventually my strategy is my winning strategy. That's what's going to work. And as a leader, embracing that, figuring out a clear path to what you want to do, embracing that pace and going at it at the right speed, not following what someone else does because they take the lead right away. That could be a trap. They can fizzle out early. And this is what I, I feel we see with a lot of instances, whereas there are people that are in leadership positions, but are more influencers than leaders. Yeah. And they're not necessarily committed to the path of being a leader. They're committed to the power and the influence that comes with being a leader. So when things go awry, they're quickly able to fade or well, they fall to, you know, the other temptations that come with the power that you get from being a leader and they're not able to actually build something that has long-term foundation. Yeah. You know, another reason why, you know, a lot of businesses that start, you know, within the first two years, about 20% of them fail. Within the first five years, another 50% of them fail. And businesses are not able to have long-term or substantial growth over a long period of time because they're running that sprint and they're not trying to build for that long-term success they're building for the immediate success. And that's where we see a lot of those sprinters who are truly running a marathon fade out.
0: Yeah. You have to have some endurance. I like your track, uh, your track reference because as a, as a former track athlete, you know, I remember the days in which, you have to set your pace, but you also have to have endurance. Right. And that's what training and practice, that's what that builds you up for. Uh, training on those days where it's, where it's windy and you have to face the wind in your face and, and you have to run through it. That's going to help you out later. And I think that goes back to leadership in which um, when you're running your pace, you have to go into some things that, that your body doesn't necessarily, your body, your mind, your spirit, your heart, you're going to, have to face some things you don't want to face, but you have to be able to fight through it. One of the things I remember uh, in terms of running track is that Coach taught me that everyone sort of feels pain at the same time in the race. But are you do you understand that A, you're going to feel pain no matter how tr- how much you train, no matter what you do, you're going to feel pain. But can you set your mind to get through that pain? Right. And that separates the, the those that win from those that lose, where's your strength as a leader? You have to have some strength, you have to have uh, endurance, you have to have grit in order to fight through the very things that you're going to face in your race. No matter if you're leading from um, an education st- uh, uh, standpoint or education platform, or you're leading in your home, you're leading your own life, or if you're leading in a corporate board office, you're going to face something. But are you going to will under the pressure? Are you going to uh, crumble under conflict or or are you going to make the choice to stay at your own pace and face your fear, face the conflict and get through and and win this race that you're on?
1: Right. And I think that really goes into testing how committed you are to what you want to do, because the adversity, the challenges, um, even the criticism that you're going to receive that can break a lot of individuals but you committing to your path your plight your leadership this is what's going to build that character up so that you can face the individuals that will criticize you and you can make those tough decisions because inevitably you know there's always going to be a tough decision you know like you stated the leader in a household you know sometimes there's tough decisions that have to be made as the leader of a household and you have to look maybe your, your spouse, your children, or other family members in the eye and convey to them you know, what's needed. But you also have to make sure that they have confidence in what you're telling them because the people, your patrons, are going to commit to you as much as you are committed to your journey and to your leadership. And this is something that we, we constantly are seeing, I think, in the public eye where we have many people that are classified as influencers but leadership is something that a lot of people are lacking. And, you know, we saw it in in the the entertainment world and, and more specifically in, you know, the hip hop community where you see different hip hop artists using their platform for, you know, multiple matters to speak out on issues that are going on today, you know, within within America. And some of them have taken some extreme criticism for the things that they've said and done. Others have stayed very quiet who have been deemed leaders before. And ironically, they've taken criticism for the things that they have not said. And then there's others that are kind of picking their battles and they're being pointed out or pointing out others that are doing or not doing certain things. So each individual is being criticized by the group for either saying something, not saying something, saying the wrong thing, or not using the platform to the way that someone feels that they should. So regardless if they're leaders or not, because they have a title, there's an expectation. And who's really committed to that responsibility? Some have shown that they are and they've embraced it. Others have shied away from it. And others have, you know, gone on the attack. Yeah. And it's been, it's interesting. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, because, because people don't realize, you know, people want the thrills of leadership, but they don't know how many ills you have to go through. Like leadership is so lonely because the very people that you're leading, the very people that, that, that are walking with you are the same people that are talking about you because they don't have the vision. You know, with being a leader, vision is so key because you going to rely on your vision and really your faith in yourself to get from point A to point B. And oftentimes, you lead people who can't see them, who can't see for themselves. You lead people that 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 don't necessarily want to be led. You're leading people that don't necessarily like you, and you're leading them from from one spot in which they've grown comfortable and to a spot in which they will thrive, but they don't know that they will thrive because they're so used to being uncomfortable, comfortable in there, and it's in an environment that's uncomfortable, if that makes sense. And right. so it's, it's, you have to, uh, people and leaders have to see there's a loneliness of leadership. It is so isolating, and, and, and those isolating moments can break leaders mentally. People don't want to step out and do anything, whether you are a hip hop artist, whether you are um, a CEO, people don't want to step out and say anything that will cause the masses to turn their backs on them. Right. That's often the very thing that, that leadership is. People that will turn their backs on you in one moment will turn will turn on you one moment will turn right back to you in the next moment because they aren't leaders. they're the people that are following, but as a leader. To not to embrace the loneliness, but to expect the loneliness and to and to see it as a time of I use it as a time of faith building in which during my lonely moments of life, I can either sit here and be lonely or I can use this as a moment in which i 'm building faith in myself and seeing that yeah you know i 'm isolated, but just because i 'm isolated does not mean that i can 't feed myself or i can't uh, drum up another business idea or or i can 't write a book or or I can't get something done in my isolation. Yeah, You have to figure out, much like in this pandemic that we're in, when we're isolated, how do you utilize your time when you're isolated? Leadership is lonely. It's tough to do, but we have to make the most when given the least.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know too, with a lot of this, you know, people will say, well, well what makes, you know, the two of you able to speak about a commitment to leadership? Like, what are, what are you doing? And, you know, I, I can say just speaking from you know, a personal standpoint, like, you know, I've had to make some tough decisions, you know, in our current state when it comes to, you know, the COVID-19. I've had to have multiple phone calls where I've had to do things that impact, you know, a person's livelihood directly. I probably had to do that, you know, in the excess of, of 40 or 50 times. Um, you know, I've also walked in a path of, you know, as a, a young athlete you know, having to make a decision on what do you want to do? Do you want to go out and have fun, um, you know, with your, with your peers? Do you want to party? Um, even to the point where I sacrificed um, not going to prom because it would have interfered with, you know, a championship game that, you know, my team was playing in. Um, also, you know, in the plight now, we're, we're launching and working on, you know, this power leadership movement. But in the aspect that, you know, we're still in a situation where, you know, we're tending to, you know, regular working situations and, you know, often in a week, um, the average days that spent, you know, actively working um, on some project or another, it's between 19 and 20 hours in a day. And so we all can do the math and see how much time is in a day and the amount of time and commitment that's being spent on what we're building. And I know with you, Aaron, I don't know if everybody's had a chance to see the clip, but you know you've been um, active within a, a protesting standpoint, even to the point where you've you know taken your children down, and so they've seen some of these things that are going on, and you've used them as teaching moments. So from a an aspect of us being able to judge what a commitment to the responsibility of being a leader is, um, you know we've done that. You know we've we've been able to get through the ills of you know that. That aspect of speaking from the educational standpoint, we've been able to overcome many of the challenges that come with that, because there are many challenges, but there was a vision and a focus to make sure that was completed. Um, And then the ongoing battle where, you know, in this country alone, you know, we see an overtly high divorce rate and even higher within the communities that that we are in. Um, Yet, you and I both have been able to find ways to make sure that we keep you know, the home stable. And these are some of the challenges that leaders face and they fall to on a daily basis. And yet, you know, we've been able to walk in these paths. So these are just examples of things that we've committed to and committed to the leadership. And that's not even including the amount of people within the realm that we are able to impact, whether it be from a direct working standpoint or from those that we've taken under our wing from a mentorship, or just taking the time to have a conversation with someone that needed some good advice and, and a pickup. So the commitment is there from our end. Um, you know, empower. We will continue to stay committed to helping you springboard yourself onto a higher level. And you know, it's this is why you know we come to you weekly with these type of things and advice because it's just a prelude to. The things that are coming, and as you continue to listen, and as you continue to check us out on our, our social media platforms, um, we've been very influential um, on Instagram, and you know the the Facebook groups pages um, are coming, and there's more material, more content. You know, each week we're continuing to develop new projects and new content that we're putting out. So stay tuned, stay stay focused. And Aaron, if you don't mind, just go ahead and, you know, just take us away with some good closing words.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a week to lead. This is the week of making a difference and making an impact. And so look for opportunities to lead this week, look for opportunities to make an impact in someone's life. Look for opportunities for you yourself to also be positively uh, impacted in your daily, uh, in your daily life. And so, Um, As leaders, build that community and also do your work in building your community up. Um, We love y'all, man. We definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in. We want each of you all to be well.